Nothing in the cipher Locking with the bars like a stretch up in Rikers Converse about who's classic, ain't no I'm nicer Got Adidas stripes, you'll get checked by the sniper It's me Pacino, or call me Hall of Fame flow To go with the quotes, when these rappers became pro They rhyme decent, but it's still something missing in them Claiming they short, and I don't even see the pippin' in them uh, I tell a hater how you like me now So fresh when your boo see, she just wipe me down Fast as you when I spit, no man can kill or stop this Like damn, he's still obnoxious, this is Andy Miller knock his machine gun rap, the verbal Tommy bland well Rip the handle him, see scramble like Johnny Mansell <laughs> They act because they hand out like the hot trophy Try and clone me, a true spitter out the fire Yeah! What's good, what's good, man? We have a, another interview this week. Um, definitely be sure to follow us um, at Where's Buffy on Twitter and on, on the Instagram. Um, and follow me, Ilfam79, on basically all your social networks of choice. Old brother, uh, brother Diz, um, it's uh, fatboy underscore Diz on Instagram and uh, Dizzy from b on Twitter. But uh, let's get to the interview. We have uh, Brother P. Gutter. What up, what up, man? A.K.A. Pitts. A.K.A. Annapolis Finest, nigga. Yeah. Yo, um, tell, me, tell me about Annapolis. Um, Annapolis, man, you know, just pretty much your average, you know what I mean, American city. Um, a lot of rich history, you know what I'm saying? A lot of African-American history. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, outside of that, man, you know, real things going on. Yeah. You know? You mess around. You mess around <laughs> and be downtown you know? walking on them cobblestones. You make a left and you in Eastport you know? and your day is all gone. You know? Definitely <laughs> underworld. You know what I mean? You know, just like any other city, you know? Well, where hood you from in um in Annapolis? Annapolis Gardens, man. It came to 18 Onion Block, you know? Mm, all right. So, I think... Did I meet you down the Wrecking Gardens? No doubt, man. Back in like '98, man. Was that a uh, mistaken? Faces? Was that a Faces of Funk joint? Yeah, yeah. Down the wreck. Yeah. So the story is quickly. Um, so we in a cipher, and of course, <laughs> and on the county finest come through, and I'm. You know what's funny is is Gardens looks like a neighborhood from from where I'm from called Me Village. It looked no just like Me Village. So we out there, and I, you know, feel all right. It looks semi-familiar. So we out here, and everybody start rapping. Once you rapping, everybody rapping, you get comfortable. All of a sudden, boys show up. So boys show up, and out of nowhere, nigga, this one new real out there. <laughs> a got dang 40 bottle flies. Police like one out of 12, one out of 12. Please help me, please help me. <laughs> um, So who are you? When did you start rapping? Um, I started, well, I wrote my first rap at like 12 years old. I okay. was in seventh grade. All right. Um, me and my cousin, we actually wrote a rap together. Um, and, um, at the rec center in my neighborhood, man, good brother, um, that used to work there, um, used to, I think it was like the branch director or something like that, uh, by the name of, uh, Darius Stanton, man, real good dude, um. He asked me and my cousin to make a, a, a rap about positivity. You know what I mean? Just being a positive person. Okay. You know what I mean? So that was the first rap that I wrote. You know what I'm saying? All right. You know, the, the the positive, you know, positive person rap. So Okay. Like 12 years old. You know That's what what's saying? up. 
um, like when you started really, really getting into it now, um, when the first time you like sat and really like was was writing joints with like structure and was you know actually recording like studio wise. Um, when I re- uh, when I met DJ Raw Mad Flavor. Oh, shout out to um, Rodney. Um, that that was when I first learned. Uh, yeah, shout out to DJ Rod, man, real good dude. Um, yeah, that's what that's when I first learned about song structure and um, you know, actually writing bars as opposed to just writing till my hand got tired. You yeah. know what I'm saying? All the words so, past the uh, margin. You know exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah. Before that though, man, I'm definitely faces of funk, man. Shout out my OGs, um, Papoose. Smalls, you know what I'm saying? Big Milk out of D.C. All right. Um, but mainly Papoose and Smalls, you know, I was around a lot. And um, they basically, you know, introduced me to, you know, the studio and things of that nature. So. All right. So as as far as like, as far as the hip hop, how would you describe like your style? Um. My style, man, I just, I like to classify it as like lyrical reality, man. You know okay. what I'm saying? It's reality based, but at the same time, like, you know, I just, I show skill and, and, and lyricism. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, there's no, you know, cat in the hat bars or none of that. You All know right. what I'm saying? It's just, it's just getting busy for real. So, so like, who, who are your influences? Um, man, of course. Um, Nas, you know what I'm saying? That's that's my favorite rapper of all time. Yeah, Nas, you know what I'm Nas saying? is a legend. <laughs> I mean, like, no doubt, you know what I'm saying? I mean, the greats, man, you know, Nas, J, Big, um, LL, you know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a 80s baby, so, you know. Okay. You know, L, you know what I'm saying? Uh, How old the guy are you? Well, 33. 33, okay. You know what I'm saying? All right. So, so you saying, like, L, um... Let me ask you this. I, I mean, mean Wu, I hate you know what I'm oh, saying. Oh, was yeah, Wu you was know, crazy. All of that, man. Um, so I'm gonna put you on the spot. We have a segment on the show called Shoot the Five, where we uh we go into different top fives of this and that. Give me your top five, dead or alive. Top five, dead or alive. Um, and no order. Um, Hove. Okay. Uh, fabulous. Hmm. Um. Uh, Nas. Yeah, brother, um, brother Jones. <laughs> um, I think that's three, right? Yeah, M, that's three. M. M. Yeah, M is up there. Um, yo, a lot of people hate on M. You can't, I mean, you can't deny you can't. his balls. Yeah, yeah, you can't, man. You shout can't. out to Fat Boy Dish. Um, shout out, T. shout out to Dale. Ti. Ti. Seven rounds out your five, right? Um, yeah, that's five, yeah, pretty much. Um, okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Um, as, as what are you working on now? Um, right now I'm working on uh, I'm working on a mixtape. Um, it's called the Gold Jacket, and um, anybody that's in tune with sports, man, they know you know the Gold Jacket symbolizes you know the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So uh, that's that's one of my aliases. You know what I'm saying? It's Hall yeah. of Fame flow. Okay. You know what I mean? In my city, um, I'm legendary with the flow, man. All right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's 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 just a little moniker I got for myself. Um, Hall of Fame flow. So that's where the gold jacket, the title, the gold jacket comes from, as far as the mixtape. Just 
showing niggas like that I'm legendary with the bars. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. Um, another one year aliases is uh, Stephen A. Pitts. <laughs> um, no doubt, no doubt. What exactly is a mop? A mop is um, any sports player athlete that's just trash. Okay. You know that's 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 garbage. You know what I'm saying? That's a mop. So you are notoriously loud. San Francisco 49er fan. No doubt. Nine and nation to the death, baby. My, my G, Blaine Gabbard is starting this week. Mop. Uh, I would have to agree. <laughs> I, I would have to Unless agree. Unless he showed me something different. Yeah. But I mean, you know. Trust I'm, me, I know. And I, I know I'm, a lot about backup quarterbacks being mops. Trust right, me. Right, right. Um, I mean, you know, good college career. You know what I mean? At Missouri. Mm-hmm. Um, NFL, trash. Yeah. <laughs> you know. First round pick Jacksonville, trash. Yep. Hard luck team. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, you probably made when y'all about. picked him up. You probably made the same face I made when we picked up Brandon Whedon. Um, I, I so pretty much. You think Kaepernick is done with y'all? You think he finished? Is he? Is he all? Is he all RG three? Um, I don't. I don't think he finished, man. Unless. Uh, Unless drastic changes are made by ownership and, and, and the general management. Well, they seem um, to be type of squad that makes some drastic measures. I still don't understand letting Harbaugh go. Yeah, so, me, me neither, man. There's a whole bunch of egos, just egos involved, power tripping. Yeah, that, that's that's probably what it, it boils down to. But once you, once you step away from a quarterback like that, it's A, you kill his confidence. Right. B, you stepping away from the guy. Right. You you, you kind of. It seems like they don't they don't care about the uh, relationship. I think he's gone. I just hope he don't end up in Philly. <laughs> you feel me? I mean, you know that that's where the suggestions lie, man. But um, at the same time, uh, you know, we just gotta see how everything unfolds, man. Yeah. You know. Um. So you basketball guy, you are you are a Braun guy, of course. Um, King James, he um he looked good last year. <laughs> I I think he's the second best player in the league right now. Um, shout out to the little light skinned nigga in Golden State because that nigga's a killer, stone cold little oh, bit no of killer. No doubt, no doubt. Um, exceptionally talented. You think? I mean, what you think if they stay healthy? You think you think you think the Cavs can do it if they stay healthy this year? Um, I think so. I think with the talent that they have, man, I think um, with a year of coaching experience, um, under David Blatt's belt, man, and um, you know, just some some quality bench players that they picked up this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think so, man. I I, I really don't see a, a Eastern Conference team better than them. How you think they'll fare against the Wiz? I I, th- I think the Wiz are a good squad, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Wiz is good, man. Um, Bradley Beal, um, he, he, he's big kinda, shot the other night. Oh, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Mm-hmm. When he on the floor, you know what I mean, exceptional. But uh, he's kind of injury prone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's kind of what uh, kind of held him back last year. Um, John Wall, he got hurt in the playoffs, had a serious hand injury. So yo, I love I John Wall. Kinda, huh? I love John Wall, no doubt. But that nigga has a tendency. The nigga has a tendency to disappear at times. 
Like hold up, hold up. he did in the playoffs last year, um, for a couple games. He and 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 Bill had to kind of carry the line, but you see what the end result was. Um, that's dope, man. I, I I like I like I like basketball. I love I love sports, man. No that's doubt, that's, no that's, doubt. that's one of the things we sports do. Sports is life, man. Sports um, is life. That's definitely one of the things we do here. But um, we also do hip hop, and I'm hearing that you are um. I'm hearing you getting your Quentin Miller on, my man. <laughs> no doubt, man. No doubt. Um, I love to write, man. All right. You know what I'm saying? Always have. Um, even since, you know, school days, man. Just, you know, writing assignments or, you know what I'm saying? Especially dealing with poetry and just writing and stuff like that, man. Always love to write. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and, um. I remember, man, probably when I was, like, in high school, kind of going through some old papers that, because my grandmother raised me. Okay. So, like, at my grandma's crib, you know, just going through some old paperwork from my, like, old teachers from, like, first, second, third grade, like, elementary school. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Always, like, was above, um, you know, just above normal as far as, like, you know, reading and writing. Okay, so, so you always had like an aptitude for that. Yeah, no doubt. You know uh, what I'm saying? So I always love writing. You know okay. what I'm saying? So Okay. So you are um doing some ghostwriting though. Yeah, yeah. Uh tell me about that. Who 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 you writing for? Um for well, group. Um, you are you allowed to cause I don't wanna <laughs> I, don't, I hope you ain't like signed no non disclosure and now and I gotta No, no, no doubt. Um no man, for uh, a group called Kids in Charge, man, um Two uh, young, talented individuals, man. Um, one's a rapper, one's a singer. Um, the rapper's 11 years old. The singer is uh, 9, 10 years old. Um, and they doing big things, man. I mean, they was just on the radio on uh, 93.9 okay. last week. All right. Um, you know, just doing some promotion. Um, they got a, a Christmas um, a Christmas project that they about to release. Um, right now they got a CD called Kids in Charge that's out right now. Okay. I mean, I'm sorry, not Kids in Charge. I'm sorry, it's Party Time. Okay. By Kids in Charge. All right. You know what I'm saying? Um, they got a website too, man. If I could plug that. Yeah. yeah. Um, www. Kids K I D Z in Charge. That like the letter N and um dot com. You know what I'm saying? So Kids in the letter N Charge dot com. All right. You know what I'm saying? And um. Yeah, man, they got YouTube footage and all of that, man. They doing shows, um, radio appearances. Um, they got videos, you know, on Vivo and all of that, man. So they making moves. So I'm just glad, man. Shout out to Mike, um, Mike Anderson, man. Um, uh, that's actually their father and their producer. Okay. You know what I mean? And he's also done production for me. So um, just shout out to him, man, for giving me that opportunity, man, to... You know, just um, display my talent. You know, on another level. You know what I mean? All right. So how how is that different? Like, how is it different writing for someone else when you already know? Like, of course, you can keep your content. You know, as raw and gritty, and you know, but you can't write like. You know what I mean? You can't write the filth law and filth bars right, right. for the babies. How old are they? Um, eleven and nine. Okay. Or eleven and ten. So 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 how is that process uh different? Kind of working in, in confines instead of the freedom of writing for yourself. Um, to be honest, man, it's easy, man, because, you know, if, if, if you're a real writer, you know what I mean? You can adapt. You know what I mean? So um, 
All I did was take my mind to a place where, you know, I was their age. Right. And kind of the things that, you know, um, that, you know, revolves around, you know, being that age, but, you know, in a new school era kind of thing. You know what I mean? Because when I was 11 years old, you know, it wasn't no internet and there wasn't no social media and there wasn't no emojis and Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Right. It wasn't that type of thing. You know what right. I mean? So it's, so it's kind of, right, right, right. So, you know, you just got to kind of put yourself in, 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 in their age bracket, but it, what's going on today. You know what right. I mean? So, you know, it's it's easy to be honest, man. Okay. That's what's up. Um. So now we, we, we talked about the uh what what do you think about that whole, you know, the Quint Miller Drake Meek deal? Um I had this discussion, man, with quite a few people and um Yeah. <laughs> it's um uh I'm I'm a realistic individual, man. I kinda, you know, I, I, I like to look at, you know, perspectives from both sides of the coin. Okay. So, you know, um that situation, you got to kind of look at it from two ways. Um, one is, you know, being a person in, in, in the industry, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And the person that, you know, makes, you know, that's livelihood is is making music. And not only music, but, you know, hit records. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to look at it from that perspective. Also, you know, looking at it. Also, me, I'm looking at it from a perspective of, you know, for the sport of it, you know what I'm saying, and, yeah. and being a competitor, yeah, you know what I mean. So, as far as me being a competitor, I think it's whack. You know what I'm you saying. You think it's whack from that a competitive he, standpoint. That he has a. You thought that. What What did you think was whack? I think uh, having some not writing your own lyrics. Okay. You know what I mean. Not writing your own lyrics word for word. Um. Is whack if you're claiming the best and if you're proclaiming proclaiming yourself to be the best. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Um, you know that's kind of like you know a cat playing in the NBA, dropping thirty a game, but he taking HGH. You know right. what I'm saying? It's like he the best out there, but you know he's he's enhanced. You okay. know what I mean? To play devil's advocate, it could also be like. Uh, a nigga mimicking almost every move and style of a whole nother nigga, which is basically what, what Kobe did. He basically said, that's what Michael Jordan does. Michael Jordan's a goat. I want to do that. <laughs> and that's what he did. And a lot of niggas fought Kobe for that, which I don't understand. I'll never understand. Like, nigga, he's the best to do that. Right. So you do that as much as, like, you follow suit as tightly as possible. Right. So, my my take on the, the, the Drake ghostwriting thing was, Drake, when Drake first came out, um, he was making, his favorite rapper was, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Little Brother. Yeah, of course. So, Fonte is his favorite rapper. Okay, I didn't know that. That I didn't know. So Fonte I mean, he, is dope. Fonte is probably my favorite rapper. Oh, okay. Out of the last, probably 15 years. Oh, okay. Um... And like they did joints, there's there's a couple of little brother Drake joints that exist. Uh, one with like an Anita Baker sample, and one just like about a chick or something. Uh, I think it's called "Don't You Got a Man." Um, but when he came out, he was backpacking Drake. Right. 
Um, and then he hooked up with the, you know, and he made that mixtape. Right. He hooked up with the Young Money niggas. Right. They said, oh, we got one. And you know, the Young Money niggas likes, they likes the writers. Right, right. So if you notice, Wayne and Drake, when, when, when Drake first got on and Wayne, when he was in that wave, they sounded pretty similar then. Right, right. I agree. My, my, my assumption is, 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 is Aubrey was writing the raps right. over there. Um... But it, it turned into a thing where they it's a, acceptable over there for you them to write bars for niggas. And so we met maybe two years ago, Trapper Drake. Right. You know what I mean? Tough guy. Uh, I'm a hustler. I'm getting bread out in these streets, Drake. And that's marketable. And it's a lot more marketable than Backpack Drake. Right, right. And they were clowning him for being light-skinned, sing-songy Drake. Right. So they created Trapper Drake. Trapper Drake, I don't think, writes those raps. Right. Because that ain't him. Right. You understand? But what Drake will do, and this is what I don't think Quentin Miller has the ability to do, is I don't think Trapper Drake... I, I don't think... Quentin Miller could translate the raps he writes for Trapper Drake into hit records, and I think Drake can. Well, I, I agree with that to a certain extent, mm -hmm. but you know, uh, another thing that um, another thing Drake could be doing is, as far as you know, the people in his crew or the people that you know what I'm saying he around that might do those kind of things. Uh huh. He's speaking from a secondhand perspective. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? As far as trap, and he's not speaking from a, a first-hand perspective because he would have to have lived that lifestyle. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? To speak it from a first-hand perspective. Right. So you know what I'm saying? He's probably, you know, speaking from a, a second-hand perspective. Well, you know see, and saying? that's but that's why that's why you have to go get a Quentin Miller to write your raps because maybe I don't know Quentin Miller's background right right but maybe that nigga you know that nigga been out in the streets and you know did what he did and he's sharing that with the world through Aubrey right right um but um, um oh 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 my bad um as far as um I never got a chance to explain that that the other situation I'm sorry it's it's all good yeah um like I said, from a competitive standpoint, whack. That's how I feel. As yeah. a competitor, as an artist, as a person who wants to write the best lyrics, the best material, and just want to be the best at what I do. Right. Um, like I said, now you got the perspective of an artist. Mm -hmm. A person that's making hit records. You know what I'm saying? A person that's trying to, you know, top the charts and stay on Billboard and make tons of money. All right. You know what I mean? In that perspective, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Because he ain't the first. No, he ain't the first not. to get he ain't the first to get reference tracks. He won't be the last. No. You know what I'm saying? So, um Shout out to Kanye. Know. Shout out to Ron Fest. <laughs> no doubt. Shout man. out to what? Royster Five Nine and Puffy. Uh Jadakiss and Puffy. A lot of cats. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of cats. But um, you know, from that perspective, I understand. You know what I mean? I understand, man. It's it's about staying relevant. It's about making the best music. It's about you know getting the, the you know the newest ideas, the newest talent. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, even and, Jay, um, when 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 he was going through a period of growing up, when he was hitting his thirties and he started talking that old button up and all that. Right. Remember, Jay used to kind of do a style where he he would rap and then he start 
whispering almost like Jay's gonna come get you. Like he had a that was Chris and Chris oh, and no Neef's doubt, now. No doubt, like no doubt. Every that, that, nigga that's been at the top. That that's been commercially no successful uh, had some young niggas around him to kind of keep him relevant. Jay Jay rode that Philly wave for oh, yeah. a hot minute. You know, yeah, because that was that's what was popular. That's that, yeah, that's what you know. The Philly, I mean, Philly dudes. They introduced a new style to the game, um, just a new everything as far as the lingo, the style, the cadence. You know what I'm saying? Everything, and it was more Philly cats. It was just Jay and Bleak as far as you know, Brooklyn cats. You know what I'm saying? But you had all of those Philly cats in there, and they just brung something new and something more exciting to the rap game. So Jay definitely rode that wave. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I, and I, I think, like, I think the the commercially successful niggas that do that. I don't know if Nas did that, because Nas is, Nas has never been a nigga. He chased, I think he chased money one time. And you know he, he put that. You mean with the genuine joint? Oh my gosh, my <laughs> nigga! I'll never forgive Nas for that record. Hey, um, hey, you know, every everybody, you know, every everybody experiments. You know what I'm saying? With with, with something. Yeah. Sometimes it go right. Sometimes it don't. KRS One did a record with Puffy when Puffy was super shiny suit nigga. Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Um. Yeah, it does happen. But I, I think when Nas came to his senses, what made what made Nas dope? Well, I'm not gonna reveal too much of that because we have a very interesting shoot to five coming up this Friday, man. Um, where we'll get into some Nas stuff. But Nas has has a different he 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 has the, uh, a lot more freedom than Jay to move because Jay's locked himself into a certain place, right. and and Nas has a certain creative freedom. Because he doesn't have to sell records. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, um, man, where, where can they get? Where, where can folks get at you on social media, man? Um, give it, get at me on Facebook, man. Um, Peepachino, you know what I mean. Backslash at Facebook dot com. Right. Um, you can get at me on Instagram. Um, under the same thing. Um, and yeah, that, that's pretty much it right now. So just uh, Facebook and Instagram. All right, man, we're going to wrap this up, man. I appreciate you coming through. Um, listen, where's Buffy on everything? Ilfam79 on everything. Where's uh, Buffy? Yeah, man. Hey, man, we appreciate you coming through, brother. No doubt, man. Always, anytime. My man. Hey, boy, man. man. Come through. Pipacino, Hood Official. My man. You know what I'm saying? Anything Shout else? Out. Shout out to my guy, B Dollars. You know what I'm saying? He got the album coming out soon. Um, dope. Direction okay. of People's Envy. Um, shout out my man SRT. Shout out my man Lee Ray, man. Hood Official. That's the gang, man. All right, my nigga. Including myself, so. That's what it is. Peace. Peace.